When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Touchdown, Arizona wins at home, down the lane. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Arizona Sports Network. The 1997 National Champions, your Arizona Wildcats. University of Arizona Wildcat football is on the air. This is the Jed Fish Radio Show on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Live from Union Public House at the corner of River and Campbell in St. Phillips Plaza in Tucson. With head coach Jed Fish, here's the voice of the Wildcats, Brian Jeffries. Hi again, everybody. Welcome back. It's a Monday night. Great night to talk Wildcat football. Great to have you along. Nice crowd on hand as well here at Union Public House with head coach Jed Fish as we get set for... The Cats return home as they will host the Colorado Buffaloes Saturday night, 6.30 at the stadium. First of back-to-back Pac-12 home games, so we look forward to those and hope to see everybody out there on Saturday for a nice evening and night of football. We're a third of the way through the season now. The Wildcats are 2-2. Two two. They just come, come off a game where they uh, racked up 536 yards of total offense, the most under Coach Fish and the uh, most in a conference game since 2018 and also the 401 passing yards on a Saturday by Jaden Delora. Just the fifth time in the last 11 seasons, the U of A has passed for 400 yards in a, a conference game. So some really good things there. I know, Coach, you wanted to win. That's what it's uh, it's all about. But certainly, as you talk about things to, to build on, what are some of the things that you saw on film when you got back on Sunday that, that you addressed with the team now in the next few days? Yeah, well, you know, Brian, there was a, there was a few things in the game that, um, you know, made the game go a certain direction. Uh, coming off of a you know a g- good physical football game we had the week before, um, didn't really stop the run extremely well the week before, and I think that uh, you know there were some looks that made it challenging for us um, you know coming off of that game, and uh, I think Cal did a really good job of taking advantage of that. Uh, 
on our defensive side of things. We need to do a better job of stopping the run, uh, make a team not allow them to be one-dimensional in that regard. Uh, I thought offensively there was a lot of good things that we did. Uh, Jaden, you know, he's never thrown for 400 yards uh, yet in his career. It was nice that that happened. Uh, that's, a, that's a big number. And, uh, you know, as, as I said, he's a sophomore. So we've got three years uh, to watch Jaden uh, rip it around, which should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think that really the other part of it is we're, we're at a game that it's 24-21 on the road at halftime. And uh, what we need to do is we need to come out of that second half. Um, and, you know, we got to the 50-yard line and had a punt. And um, would have been nice if we could have gotten a score there to go up either 27-21 or 31-21 and see what the game would have looked like then. All right. Uh, you talked earlier today at your press conference about missed tackles. And when you go back and look at the film, and that's one of those correctable things that you can do in practice this week. It's not a matter of just not having the guys to do it. It's just a matter of them executing, correct? Yeah, I think what was what was frustrating for our defensive staff and for us and for our players was, uh, you know, they would run the same play, let's say, three different times in the game. And twice you stop them for a one-yard gain and a minus one. And then the third time they get a 45-yard gain on the, on the same call. And it's like, well, how does that happen, right? Well, it's a missed tackle. It's a guy jumps out of his gap. A guy tries to do somebody else's job rather than their own job. And you try to become the hero of the play rather than just doing your job on that given play. Um, so as we're continuing to work through being gap sound, uh, making sure that we don't just jump out of gaps and give them opportunity. It's also, you know, when you're in position to make a tackle, make the tackle and then live another play and don't feel like you have to be the guy that rips the ball out or makes the special play on every play. All right, one guy that had a, a good game on defense was Isaiah Taylor. He had nine tackles, a career high for him. Uh, still a young guy, just his second year in the program and uh, playing safety for you. And, and how, how much does that help depth-wise now as this season continues? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's certainly important. Uh, the key, the key, as you know, is you don't want your free safety to make that many tackles. Correct. That means the ball got to him too much. Um, but what he did do was he got him down, which is the key for being the safety position. Um, you know, as we're building, you know, the depth of this program, the, the cool part is, you know, I look at our offense and I know that, you know, we'll have eight out of 11 returning starters. And then as we're taking the younger guys, you got another five or so that have had a ton of time that will also be returning. Then you look at the defense. Uh, there's nobody on the defensive line other than Hunter Eccles that is out of eligibility. So you can get all those guys back a whole nother offseason. You keep building off of this time, and you get as many guys in the game as you can. And now you're talking about eight or nine guys getting a rotation going. The linebackers, um, none of them are out of eligibility. They all have another year, another year in the strength program. And then you just keep, you know, uh, rebuilding around that group. And then obviously in the secondary, um, we, you know, we lose CY, we lose C-Row. Um, but that's it. So all of these reps are just getting our guys better and better and better. And as we'll start seeing, I think, some really good production. All right. Even younger than that, you've got some true freshmen that have played so far this season. A five, at least five, if my numbers are right, that are true freshmen that have played in all four games so far. And I think everyone's aware of the rule that you can play four games. And then if you don't play anymore, you can take a redshirt season. Do you have discussions with guys before the season starts that say, you know, we're going to try and get you in for four games, uh, or do you make that as the season goes on? Yeah, the, the true freshmen that have played so far um, are playing. You know, those guys are playing. 
Uh, there'll be no question about that. You know, you're looking at guys. I mean, T-Mac right. starts every game. Jacob Manu's starting now. Uh, you've got, obviously, you know, certain guys like a Noah, for example. Mm-hmm. He's played in one game. Right. So there's actually three other games available to him to play in mm-hmm. that would still allow him to redshirt. Uh, so, you know, you can have a conversation at some point in time there, you know, if you need it. But um, for the most part, I think Kean Burnett, um, he'll be playing in every game. I would expect um, Big Jonah, obviously, we know is starting in every game. Um, so I think kind of when it, when, it, when it all said and done, um, the guys that haven't played uh, will figure it out. But the guys that have played will keep playing. When you, again, when you kind of look at your, your team, do you go into the idea, go into the season with the idea of playing guys for four games, knowing that you, you're going to redshirt them just to give them that experience at all? No, uh, our philosophy is really, as we're building out our roster, is we're going to try to figure out exactly what we need to do to get as much experience among the young players as possible and then in turn see where the chips lie. So if you need them, you use them. If you don't need them, you don't need to use them. If if they're helping you win, you play them. And, uh, you know, if they're good enough and they're really helping you win right now, then they're a four-year player anyway. All right. Cats home on Saturday night, taking on the Colorado Buffalo 6.30 kick at Arizona Stadium tonight. We're at Union Public House with head coach Joe Jedfish. More coming up after this. You're listening to Arizona Football from their field. Union Public House is a proud partner of Arizona Athletics and the site of the weekly Jedfish radio show. Every Monday night at 6.30 p.m., airing now through November. We will be extending our social hour menu until 7.30, which includes draft craft specials and pub food features. We look forward to seeing families, friends, and wildcats on Mondays. Union Public House, located in the St. Phillips Plaza on Campbell and River. Bear down. Pain not only keeps you off the field, but keeps you from your daily activities. Proactive Physical Therapy takes you, your pain, and your full recovery seriously. With 10 locations throughout Tucson, we offer a free injury assessment. Come see how our full recovery focus can help you get your life back. Because a good enough recovery isn't good enough. www.proactivept.com Proactive Physical Therapy, a proud partner of Arizona Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Wildcats fans in the game. More with Coach Fish after this local timeout on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Where you bank really does matter. Hughes Federal Credit Union is proud to be recognized by Forbes as the number one credit union in Arizona. This national recognition highlights our commitment to high quality products and services, our customer service, digital services, and financial advice. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer low rates on loans, lower fees, and many free services. Make the switch. Join Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org best. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics.
tapped into the Jed Fish Radio Show on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Again with Coach Fish, here's Brian Jeffries. All right, welcome back. It's our Monday night visit with head coach Jed Fish. Support brought to you by Banner University Medicine and their team of healthcare heroes. Visit bannerhealth.com slash university for more information. Cats and the Buffaloes coming up Saturday night at uh, 630. Uh, did want to mention, I don't think anybody, it's no secret, Colorado's struggling right now this season. And uh, as I mentioned to you earlier today, uh, I've heard coaches say all the time that that can be the most dangerous opponent because they are so desperate to win. And uh, sometimes teams overlook them. I know you're going to take precautions there this week because uh, this is a Pac-12 football team. Yeah. Well, we're not in any position to be overlooking anybody. So we're, that's not our – it's kind of not our situation. Um, we're in a situation where <coughs> we're just building. And, uh, you know, we played Colorado last year and had our worst defeat of the season. Mm-hmm. So they come in and they're, you know, struggling this year, but they've lost to a 4-0 Minnesota team. They've lost to a 4-0 UCLA team. They've lost to a 3-1 Air Force team. And they've lost to a 4-0 TCU team. So the record of the four teams they played are 14-1. So, yeah, they haven't won them. But, you know, I don't know what that really means. Uh, I know that we have to play our best football that we've played all season to win the game. And if we do that, then good things are going to occur. And what we've got to do is make sure that our fans, we need our fans. Our fans have been phenomenal this season. You know, this is a great opportunity for two home games in a row, one at 6.30, one at 6 o'clock. I mean, it's perfect uh, to get that place packed, get it rolling, and let's see what we can do with our Pac-12 opener this year. All right, Colorado's used three different quarterbacks so far this season, and when you look at film, do you do they really change anything depending on which guy they have in there? You know, I, I lived through that world last year. Okay. Yes, you did. As you know, Brian. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there are slight changes with each guy. Uh, we had to call the game a little differently with Will than we did with Gunner. Okay. A little bit different with Jordan than we did with Gunner and Will. And, <laughs> you know, when you're going through that in your program, uh, you are going to have to adjust. And you're going to do certain things differently for different guys. Um, and I believe that from watching their film a little bit, that uh, they do do a little bit different things. I know they announced that they'll be starting uh, the guy that started last week, mm-hmm. uh, the freshman. And uh, so we'll see what that looks like. But he did a very nice job dropping back and throwing this past week. All right. So they also have a new offensive coordinator this year and Mike Sanford who came over. So any wholesale changes in what Colorado does offensively over what you saw last season? Yeah, offensively, they're a little bit different. Um, no Mike, you know, from different places. He was at Notre Dame. He was at Minnesota. He was, um, I think it's Stanford there for a moment with Harbaugh and uh in different roles and uh you know he's going to do a very good job of run a spread spread like system uh they're going to be able to run the quarterback if they want to they're going to be able to spread you out in different personnel groupings and uh you know both run and pass uh so yeah they're going to be a great challenge defensively it's the same coordinator uh and uh we'll see you know they did a great job against us last year so we've got to come up with a good offensive plan to move the ball you know, last year's game, it was 6 nothing at halftime, and it was kind of reminiscent, I guess, of some of the other games last year where third quarter, Wildcats are right in the game, and then if I remember right, there was a pick six, and um, I forget what the other big play was in the Punt second. Block Punt block. Punt block, thank you. And uh, and that kind of turned the game right there. So, I mean, I know it was – the score says one thing, but it was, like I said, kind of like some of your other games where – your guys were there, and a couple big plays change it. Yeah, that was a weird game last year. You know what? We had the ball on the one-yard line with two minutes left at halftime, and it was first and goal on the one. 
down 6 nothing, mm -hmm. And we ran uh, four plays. We went for it on fourth and one on the one. We didn't get in. Uh, so instead of being up 7-6, we're down 6 nothing. Come out to start the half. And um, Gunnar Cruz throws the ball into the flat and winds up dislocating his throwing thumb. Ball gets picked for an interception, 13-0. We lose Gunner for the year. And then um, the next drive, we get stopped at the 50-yard line on the uh, block a punt for a touchdown. So it's now 20-0. So it's kind of a unique game in that regard, not your normal uh, disappointing the way we played, and uh, our players know it. And I think our players are inspired to play better this coming Saturday night. You, your team has gone for it on fourth down nine times so far through four games this season. Do you have a particular philosophy? Does it come down to down and distance or where you're at in the game or the score when you look at going for it on fourth down? Uh, it's kind of been different, different scenarios. Um, this past game, we went for it on a, a fourth and six. We were on the 31-yard line. We hit Cowling for a first down in the opening drive after they scored to then match their score. Uh, felt good about the play. Didn't want to have to necessarily kick a 49-yard field goal uh, the first drive of the game, give them that type of field position if it didn't work out. Um, other times we've gone for it on fourth and one on our side, on their side. Uh, it really just depends on the situation. The couple fourth downs we didn't get were more uh, against Mississippi State where the game – it was, you know, I think it was at that point 31-17 or we had to go for it twice um, that we didn't get them, you know, and then Noah had that last one where it was fourth and six at the end of the game from the six, but we're down 20. Why kick a field goal there? I know a lot of coaches have like a, a, a separate package for the two-point conversion if you need to do that. Do you have a package for fourth down plays or is your playbook pretty open at that point? Yeah, you know, we have a good plan on what we'd like to run on a fourth and one on the one, what we'd like to do fourth and one on the field. Uh, when you start getting to more of your, let's call it fourth and three to fourth and six, you're really going to use your third down call sheet. You know, what do you have planned for third down in that situation? Um, and then kind of call that, um, you know, and then sometimes it's just gut feel. You know, sometimes you're just like, hey, I think this would be what I'd like to run right here. I almost, you guys thought I was going for it on fourth and 13, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah. That's so. That's not so. that crazy, man. <laughs> but okay. uh, my guy punted. The, that was, what do you think about that punt? I thought it was excellent. I mean, a guy that is not a, is not a punter by I, trade. I mean, it literally landed one inch onto the white stripe. And if we just did a little bit better job with uh, – if T-Mac just got down there a little quicker, Singer had it and just barely knocked it. Mm -hmm. If he just knocked it with a little bit more juice, uh, you know, just like more of a volley, yeah. you know, like you'll see Dave on the pickleball court with that volley that he might hit right there. <laughs> that type of juice would have made all the difference in the world, and uh, we would have been able to have the ball on the minus one. Sounds good. All right, Cats and the Buffs coming up Saturday night. We're at Union Public House with Jed Fish. More in a moment. This is Wildcat Football from Learfield. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Desert Diamond Casino is true Tucson, and true Wildcats fans know where to game before the game and after the game. Desert Diamond. We've got hundreds of new games for you to enjoy in our newly remodeled monsoon room. Heck, when your Wildcats are away, you can even game while you watch the game at the Tree Bar. True Wildcats fans know Desert Diamond is true Tucson. Go Cats!
and enterprise of the Donna Autumn Nation. Hey, Wildcat fans, get ready for another rockin' season with a better-tasting, healthier protein beverage, Rockin' Protein. Whether you enjoy a hike, jog, yoga class, or simply cheering on the cats, you need Rockin' Protein. Locally made in Arizona, this high-quality protein beverage helps you get the results you want, and it's made with real Shamrock Farms milk, so it tastes delicious with no chalky aftertaste. Look for it in the dairy case. Rockin' Protein, proud to be the official protein beverage of the Arizona Wildcats. Bear down. More with Coach Fish after this local timeout on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. At Right Way, our team wouldn't last five minutes against the Wildcats, but we definitely do know how to score a touchdown when it comes to great service and your home comfort. Whether it's heating and cooling, water heaters, or a block drain, give us a call today and let us win the game for you or visit www.rightwayac.com. Right Way Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing is proud to be an official sponsor of Arizona Athletics. Right Way Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. If it's worth doing, do it the right way. Vantage West Credit Union is proud to partner with University of Arizona Athletics. Do you know the difference between banks and credit unions? Unlike with major national banks, your money stays in the community when you manage your finances with Vantage West. That means your membership supports local businesses and helps our community thrive. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Vantage West Credit Union. Banks own you. You own us. Federally insured by NCUA. Live from Union Public House at River and Campbell, this is the Jed Fish Radio Show with Coach Fish. Here again, Brian Jeffries. All right, welcome back. Cats are home against Colorado Saturday night. The rest of the conference schedule looks like this on Saturday. Washington visiting UCLA. Stanford's at Oregon. Arizona State at USC. Cal at Washington State. Oregon State at Utah. Second straight weekend of a full conference slate around the West Coast. And we hope you're out at Arizona Stadium on Saturday night. 6.30 kickoff against the Cats and the uh, Buffaloes. All right, Coach, um, you have three really fine-looking tight ends on your roster. And uh, somebody asked me the other day to ask you, what makes a good tight end? Yeah, that's a great, you know, that's, that's a great question. And I think our tight ends are really developing into, uh, you know, you have the blocking tight end, mm-hmm. we'll call them, and then you have your what we would call like a move or receiving tight end that also gives you the ability to block. Uh, so we have Alex Lines right now who's really playing that, what we would call the Y position, the true down tight end. Uh, gives you a good job in the passing game, but does a great job in the running game. He's six four and a half. He's 250 pounds. Uh, he's strong. He's tough. You got to be able to be, you know, uh, Coach Pow Pow calls you a Swiss Army knife. You have to be able to kind of do a little bit of everything. You have to be able to catch. You have to be able to run block and pass protect. Um, So we have Alex in one role and then Tanner uh, and Kean Burnett uh, in that other role. And then Tyler Powell, who came here as a freshman, backing up up Alex. So you've got both. Uh, All of them are 6'5", probably plus, uh, somewhere between 235 and 250. And um, it's really about how can you get matchups. Can you get safeties and linebackers to have to cover your tight ends? Uh, And that's really the key for us. And what I've liked is when the middle of the field starts opening up, that's when you start seeing those tight ends make plays. 
Uh, Jaden had positive rushing yards, and we talked about this last week, that he had an excellent game running against North Dakota State. How would teams now defend him with the the, the threat of running? Did you see anything that Cal was doing defensively to to keep an eye on him? He's funny, this kid now. It's the first drive of the game, and literally probably the third play, right? He's like, they got to spy on me. I go, they do not have a spy on you. The guy just got blocked really well. You know, it's like, uh, and then after that, he kind of went back to playing free and um, took off a couple times mm-hmm. on some great scrambles. Um, you know, the one that we were in a weird situation that uh, the one that got knocked out, that was, that was on me. It should have put him in a better play call than that. Um, but other than that, he really did a nice job. Scrambled that one in. I thought he got in the end zone. They marked him down on the half-yard line. Um, and then he had that other scramble that he went forward. And uh, But what has been good is when he has scrambled, he's made good decisions both with his feet or with his arm. All right. It is uh, almost October here. Where are we on the recruiting calendar in terms of what you and your staff can do now and, and what, you know, through the rest of the regular season? Yeah, so recruit. we have um, – Official visits are back in business, so we have some guys that can come in for official visits over the weekends uh, on home football games. We have um, coaches going on the road on Friday evenings to watch high school games, but they can't have any contact with the player off campus. Um, That doesn't begin until what will be about November 30th this year where you can have off-campus contact. Um, And then... uh, Anyone that wants to come on our campus, we could have contact with them. But we're uh, we're deep in the recruiting world right now. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we're looking to sign a full class again this year. And um, if we can do that, uh, we get the numbers the right way, then we'll be able to have another what I think will be an outstanding recruiting class. All right. So your plan is to get 25 signed? Yeah, somewhere about. 22 to 25, uh, depending on how we utilize the portal. Uh, The new rules that just came into place this year is that all you need to do is get to 85. So how you get to 85 is up to you. So if you want to get to 85 through the portal, if you want to get to 85 through your recruiting class, that's on you. So really your numbers become a lot more loose rather than the old school way of 25 is your signing class, etc. Okay. You mentioned that uh, the coaches can go out and watch games, but they cannot have contact with a prospective student athlete, correct? Yes. Okay. So, but if they're at the game, I'm sure they're wearing Arizona gear. Is the idea to be seen so that the recruit knows that the Wildcats are there? The key is to be seen, not heard. Okay. You know, when you're out on the world of recruiting at this point in time. Uh, if you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it the right way, you want to wear as much Arizona gear as you can wear, right? Yeah. Right. We want the parents to see you. We mm-hmm. want the kids to see you. We want their coaches to know you're there um, because it's really important. You're giving up a Friday night with your own team to go watch what would be a potential player for your team moving forward. But, um, you know, you, you really avoid the kid at all costs. You kind of you have to avoid the parents at all costs. They always like to come talk to you. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do that either. And the goal is really just to be able to evaluate and observe. You mentioned now you have a lot of recruits come in for home games, of course. When you're on the road, you don't have that opportunity necessarily to have, you know, to have them down on the field. But at the same time, you're in a recruiting area. They can come and see the game as a fan 
Correct, but you still can't have contact with them. Right. So there's two things. So we're out on the road last week, right, and we had coaches go to high school games, the De La Salle game, for example, and some other places um, to go watch. They can go watch a high school game on Friday night, no contact. And then if there were players that chose to go to the game, they had to ask Cal for the tickets. Got it. And then they have to be on their sideline, and you can't have any interaction with them. All right. But maybe even though they got tickets from Kel, they might be thinking about... Maybe, maybe. Brian, maybe. maybe. All right, just, just checking. All right, we're at Union Public House. Head coach Jed Fish, more in a moment. This is Wildcat Football from Learfield. Life is a full-time job, and that's not even counting your job job. You deserve a health care provider who understands where you're coming from and where you have to be next. At Banner University Medicine, we know health care is only one part of life. We work with you to deliver the care you need when and where it's best for you. With video visits, a 24-7 nurse now line, and more, we're dedicated to keeping you and your family healthy so you can focus on what truly matters. Banner University Medicine. Less worry, more care. Union Public House is a proud partner of Arizona Athletics and the site of the weekly Jed Fish Radio Show. Every Monday night at 6.30 p.m., airing now through November. We will be extending our social hour menu until 7.30, which includes draft craft specials and pub food features. We look forward to seeing families, friends, and wildcats on Mondays. Union Public House, located in the St. Phillips Plaza on Campbell and River. Bear down. The Jed Fish Radio Show continues after this on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Woo! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Fast. Tough. Personal. Fires over the middle, and it's intercepted. Caught in the end zone. Did he hang on? This is Arizona football. Yes, touchdown, Arizona. The Cats open up October at home against Pac-12 South Bowl, Colorado, this Saturday. Looking downfield, throws to the end zone, caught. Touchdown, Arizona. Kickoff is at 6.30. He's at the 5. He dives, <laughs> and he is in. Only on your home for Wildcat football. The Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Interact with the show. Tweet your questions for Coach Fish to at Cats PBP. Live at Union Public House at River and Campbell in Tucson. Here's Brian Jeffries. All right, welcome back. Wildcats back home against Colorado on Saturday night. Oregon the following week before they hit the road again. So a couple great home games to enjoy a Saturday night at Arizona Stadium. The coach, we've got some questions from the audience, and uh, this follows up on what we were just talking about in terms of recruiting. Diane would like to know how much does the monitoring of a prospect's social media platforms come into play in your recruiting strategies? That's a great question. It is. Um, I would say a lot. Uh, we are very much aware of what our prospects put out there. Um, we, we like guys that um, want to do things right on and off the field. It's important to us that um, what they're representing on their social media platform is stuff that we want them to represent when they become a Wildcat. Mm -hmm. So uh, we looked at that. We keep an eye on that. We monitor that. And then on the same token, 
It also gives you a lot of information. You know, where are they looking? What other schools are they interested in? What other coaches are contacting them? Uh, who are they following? Uh, all those things really give you information um, as you're trying to figure out really the navigate your way through the recruiting process. All right. So you and your coaches are recruiting, but your current players can also do some recruiting too in terms of guys come on campus for their visit, et cetera. I mean, that's a very valuable uh, uh, connection to get between uh, the current players and prospective new players. How, how much does that come into play, having your current players work with the prospective student athletes? Yeah, I, I would say that our, re our players are our best recruiters mm -hmm. because our players don't have any skin in the game. You know, their job is to – they tell the truth. They tell you, you know, how are you going to get coached? How are you going to get treated? You know, when coach says you're going to get X, Y, Z meals, is that true? Is he telling you the truth? Is he, when he talks about how you get treated, when he talks about is it a fair, you know, program? Uh, so I love nothing more to me than when our recruits talk to our current roster and ask them and ask them all those hard questions, have the moms ask the moms, uh, all the things that go into it. But uh, our players so far have been the best recruiters we've got. And they've done a tremendous job so far um, continuing on of having the uh, type of recruiting classes we've had. How do you deal with negative recruiting? And what I mean by that is that, you know, other schools are always trying to, you know, knock the competition. They say, you don't want to go there. You want to come here, et cetera. And, and who knows what goes on out there. But you probably hear it from recruits that come on campus and say, well, such and such school said this about your program, et cetera. I mean, is it a matter of just showing them or, or how, do you, how do you battle that? Yeah, well, that's always a big challenge um, because you can't control what others say. Right. And you don't really know and they don't really know what they're saying mm -hmm. uh, in terms of they don't know what's true and not true. They, and the kids and the moms are just hearing it. They're just hearing what another coach or another program is saying about you or about their program. And they always take shots at, you know, some people take shots at coaches. Some people take shots at um, – you know your program itself whatever it might be uh we just don't believe in it uh, i just go with this if have you ever heard me say anything bad about another program if the answer is no then why are they saying something bad well you should probably ask them and uh that's kind of been my approach uh no matter where i've been as an assistant coach coordinator or head coach is that i'm not ever going to say a bad thing about another program i'm going to tell you why you should come to arizona we got plenty of stuff to talk about on why you should come here that i don't need to waste my minutes uh, with them on why you shouldn't go there and that's probably why you signed a great class and have a shot at another one that's right All we right. will all right jet fish with us we're at union public house and we'll continue in a moment this is wildcat football from Learfield. At Rightway, our team wouldn't last five minutes against the Wildcats, but we definitely do know how to score a touchdown when it comes to great service and your home comfort. Whether it's heating and cooling, water heaters, or a block drain, give us a call today and let us win the game for you or visit www.rightwayac.com. Rightway Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing is proud to be an official sponsor of Arizona Athletics. Rightway Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. If it's worth doing, do it the right way. 
Pain not only keeps you off the field, but keeps you from your daily activities. Proactive Physical Therapy takes you, your pain, and your full recovery seriously. With 10 locations throughout Tucson, we offer a free injury assessment. Come see how our full recovery focus can help you get your life back. Because a good enough recovery isn't good enough. www.proactivept.com Proactive Physical Therapy, a proud partner of Arizona Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Wildcats fans in the game. The Jed Fish Radio Show continues after this on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Wildcat fans, Taco Bell is a proud sponsor of Arizona Athletics and has a great deal for you. Visit any Southern Arizona Taco Bell restaurant and buy any combo or value box and get two Arizona football game tickets for the price of one. Receipt required for redemption at the McHale Ticket Office. Taco Bell is locally owned and operated and is looking forward to serving Wildcat fans. Bear down and live moss. This is the Jed Fish Radio Show. Jed Fish Radio Show. On the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. With Coach Fish, here again, Brian Jeffries. All right, welcome back. We're here Monday nights with head coach Jed Fish talking Wildcat football. Arizona, Colorado coming up on a Saturday night. This has been a, uh, a pretty good series between these teams since uh, the Buffaloes joined the Pac-12. So we look forward to another one on Saturday night. Coach, what do we, what else do we need to know about Colorado's defense that your offense will see on Saturday? Yeah, well, um, say this, that they, uh, they kind of have mixed up their fronts a little bit more this year than they did a year ago. We're going to see a little bit more variation. In that regard, we uh, there are a lot of seven either redshirt seniors or grad transfers on the defense. Okay. So it's a pretty veteran group of defensive players. Um, they have uh, you know a couple of the new different things with their defensive backs. They got some new players in there than they didn't have last year. Uh, they lost a couple of those guys, but uh, they're big, they're stout. Uh, they'll they'll challenge you in terms of uh, being physical. I think they do a really good job of their physicality up front. And uh, and really, they're gonna they're gonna play really hard. You know, we know that. The the one thing you see on tape when you watch them is you watch a team that plays with a really good effort. And uh, when that happens, that means you got to match their effort and then surpass it. So we got a big challenge in a Pac-12 home opener. Uh, I mean, why not pack the place, right? Right. Thank you, Brian. Got it. All right. Dorian Singer is coming off his best game in a Wildcat uniform, and dating back to last year, he's he's been one of your best receivers w- without a doubt what what caused him to emerge late last season now carry on this year but what happened with dorian is that you know dorian gets here and as a walk-on as we know his story and he's you know earning his way up and he's kind of working his way up and there was a lot of 
seniors that were receivers last year on the team, guys that were here for a while. And uh, he had to kind of find his way through and earn it and practice hard and make plays of practice. And he wasn't, you know, someone that a lot of us knew ahead of time. So you kind of really have to get to know the kid. And then the more he just started making more and more plays uh, at practice, the more you're like, we got to get him on the field. But then he has to learn the playbook. And it's a year one. It's a new system. Quarterbacks are kind of changing back and forth. And uh, so it took a while. And then by about week seven, I think, is when he showed up for the first time uh, and then played the last five games of the year, earned himself a scholarship, and uh, he's, he's one of the best receivers um, on our team and in the conference, I believe. Do you feel that your, your depth at wide receivers is right where you want it right now? Yeah, we, we have a good receiving core, a really good receiving core. And um, what I think, we have a very young receiving core. So the key is uh, we have depth, but the depth comes from freshmen. Um, it is a youthful group of uh, <coughs> twos. So uh, with that being the case, uh, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, as I said earlier today, we're not looking to, you know, parade out the freshman team. Mm-hmm. We're looking to, you know, have that balance of being able to develop the younger guys and keep getting them stronger. And, uh, you know, we've talked numerous times about our strength staff. You know, the key is really this time of year, can you get your players stronger? You know you can get them stronger in the offseason, but can you get them stronger in season? And that's where these young receivers, the Kevin Greens, the Anthony Simpson, the A.J. uh, Jones, those guys are really developing into being big, strong receivers, hopefully in the years to come. Okay, so Jaden Delora is not a freshman, but he is in his first year at Arizona, but he's got a couple years of college football under his belt. How much has he been able to help those young receivers through camp and into the season? Well, I think that where Jaden is beginning to help the young receivers is now and beyond. He was kind of focused in on learning it himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just, you know, as you said, yeah, he's in his third year of college football as a sophomore, you know, because of the COVID year. But. The difference being is that it was in a totally different system for two years. So I think when Jaden got here, Jaden had one one goal in mind, become the starting quarterback. So he was really focusing in on what did he need to do to get that job. And then when he got the job, then it was like, I need to play well if I'm going to remain the starting quarterback. And then now I think he's beginning to feel more comfortable in our offense. Uh, he has a different smile. I would say recently that he there's a little bit more of the the pressure has kind of fallen off and it's now more of like hey i feel good about what we're doing now let me help the next guy let me help this freshman let me help this you know receiver over here let me make you better and with that i think that's when your offense becomes good all right cats in uh, buffaloes on saturday night as coach says fifty thousand strong will make a difference Six thirty kickoff at the stadium we'll have more coming up in a moment this is wildcat football from learfield Saturdays are made for football, and when the game is on, we're finally off. Off Off-duty, offline, out of office. At Cracked Coors Light is our do-not-disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9-to-5, but worry about the 4th-and-1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshments, made to chill. Official corporate sponsor of Arizona Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. 
Where you bank really does matter. Hughes Federal Credit Union is proud to be recognized by Forbes as the number one credit union in Arizona. This national recognition highlights our commitment to high quality products and services, our customer service, digital services, and financial advice. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer low rates on loans, lower fees, and many free services. Make the switch. Join Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org slash best. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. This is the Jed Fish Radio Show on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You're listening to the Jen Fish Radio Show, live from Union Public House at River and Campbell. Touchdown, Arizona, 75 yards. With Coach Fish, here's Brian Jeffries. Right, cats are home this week and the following week. And if you didn't see the uh, news earlier today, the Oregon game a week from Saturday will kick off at 6 p.m. So a couple of uh, great 6.30 this week, 6 o'clock next week. And the weather will be great. Hope to see everybody out in the stadium for those. All right, Coach, we've got some more questions here from the audience. I'll start out with one from uh, social media. Uh, the Broncos hired someone to handle clock management this week. Is there someone on your staff who handles clock management no i kind of take care of that uh yeah i feel good about that uh i haven't you know that's i feel good about it okay. i don't know you know got it yeah. yeah all right that's about it is it, it it comes up in games you watch games over the weekend and clock management seems to be a theme uh here not all the time but but just occasionally i mean how much does that come into play? I mean, when you talk about you keep an eye on it, uh, it, it do you have an assi- any of your assistants? Are they kind of helping out there just in terms of clock management? Yeah. when I, You know, when I was at the Rams, that was one of the things I did for Sean, uh, which was, a you know, a big part of it, you know, making sure we understood when you're calling the game, timeouts yeah. and uh, doing the replays and some of the things that go on at the NFL. It's a little bit different in college. Um, the the clock the way the the clock works the way the timing works um, the challenges aren't nearly as important in college because it's every play is replayed in college where it's not in pro football you don't have a coach to quarterback communicator you're doing pro you know so there's some differences Jimmy Doherty up in the box keeps an eye on that for me uh, he's kind of my sounding board for everything. But uh, specifically when it comes to, you know, he coaches a quarterback. So he's really the guy that during the game that I go back and forth with when it comes to, hey, where do you think here? Two-point play, timeout. Uh, You know, where do you feel we are with 
all those little aspects of the game, that the game within the game, as I like to say. When you've got the headsets on during the game, how many coaches are you communicating with at a time? It's an open line okay. that can be used. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, So everyone has the ability to speak. Uh, traditionally, uh, we try to keep the speaking to a minimum. And uh, what we do is it's more along the lines of being able to get questions answered quickly. Uh, that's kind of the key to the whole thing. We don't need uh, John Madden and Pat Summerall. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, yeah. we're not looking for guys going through the game while the game is happening. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more so, hey, Brennan, you know, can we block this guy? W you know, what's your favorite run? What do you want to get to? And those type conversations. Got it. Okay. Chuck would like to know that uh, – more penalties this past week than certainly you'd like to see more than, than the previous three games. Anything behind it, frustration, bad luck, etc.? No, I, I think the penalties, uh, mo most of the penalties came, um, <coughs> most of the penalties came during the course of action. Um, you know, we had the one defensive offsides on the first play of the second half. Uh, that was frustrating. Um, that was, you know, they would they snap the ball, the clock all the way went down, and they jumped, and they shouldn't have. Uh, we had a delay a game. Uh, after I thought they were reviewing Dorian's what I thought was a touchdown catch. Um, so they didn't, and they didn't reset the clock there, which I think they should have. Um, and then there was about six penalties that were in the course of action that uh, we have to avoid. You know, we're, I think we're averaging 4.8 penalties a game, which is good. But, uh, you know, I always believe penalties lose games, and our goal is to be the most disciplined team on the field. All right, Cats Buffalo Saturday, back with our final segment with head coach Jed Fish in just a moment. This is Wildcat Football from their field. When life gets overwhelming, you need more than just answers. You need understanding. At Banner University Medicine, we see you for who you are, the people you love, the moments you wouldn't miss for the world. We offer video visits, a 24-7 nurse now line, and more. Not just because they're convenient, but because we believe the best kind of care is the kind that opens up your world. Banner University Medicine. Less worry, more care. Vantage West Credit Union is proud to partner with University of Arizona Athletics. Do you know the difference between banks and credit unions? Unlike with major national banks, your money stays in the community when you manage your finances with Vantage West. That means your membership supports local businesses and helps our community thrive. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Vantage West Credit Union. Banks own you. You own us. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Jed Fish Radio Show on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Fast, tough, personal. Fires over the middle, and it's intercepted. Caught in the end zone. Did he hang on? This is Arizona football. Yes, touchdown, Arizona. The Cats open up October at home against Pac-12 South Bowl, Colorado, this Saturday. Looking downfield, throws to the end zone. Caught, touchdown, Arizona. Kickoff is at 6.30. He's at the 5. He dives, and he is in. Only on your home for Wildcat football. The Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Life is a full-time job, and that's not even counting your job job. 
You deserve a health care provider who understands where you're coming from and where you have to be next. At Banner University Medicine, we know health care is only one part of life. We work with you to deliver the care you need when and where it's best for you. With video visits, a 24-7 nurse now line, and more, we're dedicated to keeping you and your family healthy so you can focus on what truly matters. Banner University Medicine. Less worry, more care. All right, welcome back. Last couple minutes here with head coach Jedfish. Cats and the uh, Buffaloes just had somebody come up and ask about the uh, Jerry Roberts non-interception. It's part of it. I mean, I know there's video plays such a big part now in replays, but sometimes they don't see, the camera can't see everything. Does some of it just come from trying to sell it to the officials? Yeah, you know, in that case, they called it an interception. So they actually had to have enough replay evidence to overturn it right and his hand i mean look look to be underneath the ball i think there's always that question mark is is it underneath all of the ball or was some of the ball on the turf and some of the ball in his hand and i think that's what they must have come back with but yeah you've got to you know they don't really want to talk to you very much they don't let you kind of give <laughs> your persuasive you can't use your persuasive skills so you just got to hope that uh, they see it the same way you do I'd say that'd be the next position now. You get uh, get a lawyer to join the staff. and The head of persuasion of replay. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got your family here tonight. What, what do the girls like most about Tucson since they've been here? Um, I think that Ashley likes the most about Tucson is all of the friends she's made. She's met so many great friends here, and the kids have been so amazing uh, to her. Kendall, I would say the pool and the fact that she could be in it at all times. Uh, she is at swim team practice right now, as she is every night. And uh, she loves the fact that she could just be in water at all times. Okay. And that's is swimming in her future competitively? I think she would like it to be. Okay. And uh, she's certainly taking on that approach right now. She will not miss a practice. She is not happy when she misses a practice. All right. Sounds like a coach's daughter to me. Exactly. All right. Well, we look forward to uh, Colorado coming up on Saturday night. It's always big at home. You mentioned Pac-12 home opener for your guys. And uh, looking for a great atmosphere and a big win. Yeah. We're excited about it. It's exciting to get back home. Uh, the last home game was a great one. Uh, went down to the very, very end. Uh, most of our games have done that, and we're excited about this one. Uh, Pac-12 opener, and uh, let's get that place packed and jamming. All right. Thanks, Coach. Best of luck. All right. Head Coach Jed Fish here at Union Public House. 6.30 kickoff on uh, Saturday. Tickets still available through the McHale Center ticket office. You can go to ArizonaWildcats.com anytime and check up on that. You can call them during regular business hours at 621-CATS. You know how the drill works. Uh, our network coverage will start at uh, 5 o'clock on Saturday. We're back here next Monday. Thanks for joining us. Up next, Dana Cooper is going to check in with Where Are They Now and visit with Jeff Keywell. That's next. For those of you listening on the radio, this is Wildcat Football from Learfield. Desert Diamond Casino is true Tucson, and true Wildcats fans know where to game before the game and after the game. Desert Diamond. We've got hundreds of new games for you to enjoy in our newly remodeled monsoon room. Heck, when your Wildcats are away, you can even game while you watch the game at the Tree Bar. True Wildcats fans know Desert Diamond is true Tucson. Go Cats! An enterprise of the Thana Autumn Nation. 
Wildcat fans, Taco Bell is a proud sponsor of Arizona Athletics and has a great deal for you. Visit any Southern Arizona Taco Bell restaurant and buy any combo or value box and get two Arizona football game tickets for the price of one. Receipt required for redemption at the McHale Ticket Office. Taco Bell is locally owned and operated and is looking forward to serving Wildcat fans. Bear down and live Moss. for Where Are They Now? Brought to you by former Wildcat linebacker Lamont Hundley and Arizona Health. Arizona Health, the leading edge in exercise equipment. My guest on Where Are They Now? this week is Jeff Keywell, a former offensive lineman in Arizona from 1978 through 82. He's a native of Tucson and a graduate of Sabino High School. He was voted Arizona's offensive MVP in his junior year and then named first team All-Pac-10 in his senior year. He played with the Arizona Wranglers and the USFL and then in the NFL with the Atlantic Falcons from 1985 through 87. Jeff, thanks for joining us and uh, summarize your favorite memories during your days as an Arizona Wildcat. You know, we had, it was such a great team that came in, that group uh, starting with my group. And there's a, there's a bunch of guys that are part of that, you know, um, on both ends of it. But um, we started with uh, Coach Mason and ended with Coach Smith. And so there was a lot of, there was constant turmoil in that team. And we turned in to be real giant killers. And so I have these great memories of winning at Notre Dame, beating USC at home when they were number one. But it's, you know, it's contrasted to losing to Fresno State at home. So, um, but my fondest memories are of those big games. And then of the, there's a core group of guys that still, have relationships today because that was a really unique experience with all that going on. And, and of course, uh, I still keep in touch with many of the coaches from that day. Conference realignment is a hot topic in athletics now, but you went through it when Arizona left the WAC and went into the Pac-8 to form the Pac-10. What do you remember about Arizona shifting conferences into the Pac-10? You know, I remember a lot of bumper stickers on cars when I was in high school that said pack the cats back to whack so it wasn't very popular as i recall but it turned out pretty well i um i enjoyed you know i'm glad it was in the pack 10 when i came to school i viewed it as an athlete as being a positive i hope that this turmoil now turns into a positive although it's it's hard to see it um not becoming a three or four super conferences and then everybody else is like uh you know, uh, like the old days. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get a third of the money. We're gonna have to manage our programs that way, and we'll be competitive. Um, you know, that second tier will be competitive with each other, but it won't it won't be competitive with the the super conferences. And I and I wor- I don't know that that's gonna happen, but I worry that it will. Right. right. Bring us up to speed on what you're doing now. I am a uh, well. I've I've got I've got a couple of things going on, but. F- Day-to-day, I'm the general manager of uh, Goodman's Interior Structures. We are uh, a commercial furniture dealership here in Arizona, 85 years old. I've been the GM here for about five years, and uh, we serve all of Southern Arizona. So my background before that is I kind of serendipitously found Goodman's. I was in the golf business traveling every week because there's not that many golf courses in Tucson. 
And that got me off the road and got me to uh, be home with my family more. And Goodman's is a terrific company. And, and I love that. And I also help my wife, who's got a very nice real estate business. I got my license a few years ago. And I'm really just the guy that helps her when she needs some help and she needs a license agent to do it. So that, that keeps us pretty busy and got a couple of daughters that are grown and on their own path now. And, and you're coaching high school football. I am the Tankaverde Hawks. Go Hawks, yeah. Hawk Nation. Um, we are. Uh, I'm working with Jay, Jay Dobbins. Jay's a head coach out there, and we've got a, you know, good kids. Kids are kids. Um, they're they want to learn football. We're teaching them. We're doing the best we can. Um, we've had some success, um, and we've had some setbacks. So it's the perfect athletic experience. You know, sport gives you a little taste of disappointment and. Um, and euphoria. Finally, how did the experience of playing football, the game itself, Jeff, all the way from your days at Sabino through Arizona and into professional football, what did it, the game itself do for you to help you be a success in life? You know, that's a, that's a really big question and it has a complicated answer, but I'll, I'll try and keep this brief because I've thought about it a lot. And so my answer goes out to other athletes out there that are immersed in this, and that is, first, the, all the things that I thought were going to be important in the outside world when I was playing ended up not being the high-value things. Um, not that they're not important, but they're just not the high-value things. The high-value things are things like perseverance, uh, focus on a goal, and probably the biggest thing that helps me more than anything is uh, after 10 years of being evaluated on film every practice and every game, I can take criticism very well um, and I can move on quickly. So I don't dwell on the past and it doesn't, good or bad, what just happened doesn't affect what will happen next. And that has been hugely valuable in the business world. Jeff, it's great to catch up with you. Congratulations on the success and thanks a lot for your time. Thanks, Dana. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Jeff Keywell, a former offensive lineman in Arizona from 1978 through 82. Where are they now? Brought to you by former Wildcat linebacker Lamont Hundley and Arizona Health. Arizona Health, the leading edge in exercise equipment. listening to the Jed Fish Radio Show, live from Union Public House on the Arizona Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each game week at the corner of River and Campbell in St. Phillips Plaza in Tucson. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Arizona Sports Network.